So one area which is super interesting is everything around automation. Artificial intelligence will like remove a lot of those repetitive tasks. So it's more about like really creative problem solving and not so much about like doing all the repetition stuff. So that's a really important thing to keep in mind. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into Notes of Design. Hope you guys are safe and to support our mission spread knowledge and knowledge should not be hidden behind paywalls, we have a very special guest on our show today. Let's welcome Patricia. Patricia is a UX designer and she has worked with clients like Jungwa Smart, Google, Adobe, Workwear, IKEA and Warphone. Patricia specializes in designing for future, that is like voice design, designing for AR VR. On today's episode, we have limited the session to designing for AR VR, wherein Patricia has shared a knowledge on how one can easily design for the future, that is AR VR, using different tools. We also discussed on the various applications wherein we can use the future augmentation technologies to help solve the real life problems. Hope you guys will enjoy this episode. So stay tuned and happy designing everyone. Hey Patricia, welcome to Nodes of Design. It's an honor to host you today on our show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for the invitation. So thank you so much. So Patricia, if you could give a brief about yourself to our audience. Yes, sure. I would love to. So for everyone who doesn't know me, I'm Patricia Reiners. I'm a UX UI designer. Some people might know me from Instagram as UX.Patricia. I'm focusing on concept and design. So mostly focusing on the concept um, and design for pictures like wireframes, user stories, those kind of things, but also research and uh, the design part. Um, I worked as a freelancer for like few years now and at the moment I'm working with Adobe for a year and focusing on future cities, the future, new technologies, immersive technologies like virtual reality, augmented reality and those kind of things and yeah if you want to see more about that you should probably check out my Behance page uh, because I'm sharing a lot of things that I did the last year so I hope that's interesting for you and besides that I started a podcast around um, the future of UX. So um, one area I'm super passionate about is everything around the future. So things which are happening in the next years and things which are coming like from new technologies and how we as designers can use that. Yeah, check out my podcast, Future of UX, uh, if that's interesting for you. And uh, that's it mostly. So yeah, if you have questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you, Patricia, for giving us such great intro. So on today's, we'll discuss then on designing for AR VR. Awesome. So let's great. begin with what is designing for future like? That's a really, really good question. <laughs> so what the future? Um, this is something I focused on like the last years and even before, because I think it's a really interesting area and super important for us as designers to be able to really understand what's coming to get ready and prepare especially for young designers to get the right skills. So some things I can generally say about the future or one recommendation is to have a really closer look around like the technologies which will change the way we design. So one area which is super interesting is everything around automation. Artificial intelligence will like remove a lot of those repetitive tasks. So it's more about like really creative problem solving and not so much about like doing all the repetition stuff. So that's a really important thing to keep in mind. Point number two is a lot of things beyond the screen are going to happen. So beyond the 
screen, I'm talking about things which are not on your phone, on your devices, on your um, on your laptop or on your desktop and those kind of things, but more e, uh, VR, virtual reality, augmented reality, things which are happening on like different surfaces but i'm going to talk more about that um later as well and another thing which is going to happen beyond the screen is of course voice design so smart assistants talking like having usual conversations with some kind of user assistants we are already seeing that through alexa or siri or cortana or whatever you call it and um, but this is something which changes the way we interact with technologies a lot so that's really really fascinating uh, for me because it will change the way how we design and how we use uh, user experience like in the whole uh, process i would say um so the second thing you ask us like how to really get into the field right like how to use that um and we already know that what what things are coming and like that new technologies are like going to be implemented in many different design processes and things are changing also our processes and we need different skills for that one which will be super important is research every everything around like testing because those technologies and and uh, so on are not you know implemented for a really long time so we need to do a lot of testing and research and really get into that and understand the process and with prototyping that's a really important thing to like test things also things which are coming could be voice could be augmented reality be able to prototype that and test that that's my first recommendation so how to really get started with like future areas <laughs> that's great thank you patricia so any further suggestions on how is it like for designing your ar and vr like the methodologies or the principles that any tips that you want to reveal on those factors yeah sure uh, of course i would love to so i think um it's important to differentiate a little bit between that ar so augmented reality and virtual reality just to clarify that uh, maybe vr virtual reality is the uh, area where you really put on like a mask glasses where you are uh, completely immersive in that space so you don't really see what's happening around you so you are completely in the new virtual reality area and with augmented reality there is something augmented in your world so you have like the real world but some things are appearing so it's some kind of a like a mixture between digital design which is like augmented in your real world and yeah, some like general tips about like designing for AR, VR is keep in mind that the whole thing is around like user experience. What is everything we are all doing and what's the most important thing. So the principle we learned for like user experience and UX generally are, are really important to get like applied um, for those new technologies and get used there as well. So first start with the problem, make sure that you really understand the problem and not just use AR, VR to like integrate some new technologies. It's more about really solving a problem. So this is my first recommendation. Make sure that you really solve the problems of the user with like the medium, whatever it is, um, and not just like do something crazy. So make really sure that um, this technology really supports the user in a way and not just like use it randomly, like some companies are doing at the moment. So just make sure that you solve the problem at that point. And then um, I can also talk a little bit about the process because that's not, um, that's actually not so much like rocket science yet, like you would imagine that. 
So if you have a problem and you already aligned with the client or like with your own project about the technology you're using, first off with like pen and paper, like you, you do with like usually your X process. So start with like doing your first sketches and try to understand what's, how you can like use the whole process in that design discipline and start with a storyboard. So think more about the different touch points, a little bit more about like the service design approach, I would say. Um, so it's very much about like visualization and already the ideas you have around that project. And then if you want to go a little bit further into prototyping, um, you can go into like physical prototyping and create different things. This is, I mean, I did so much prototyping during the last uh, years and it's kind of funny and you get so creative, like using different things. Um, with AR and VR, it's not so easy to have like an easy prototype, like you're doing with like, you know, if you're developing an app or so, there are so many softwares out there where you can, in like a few minutes, come up with a really cool prototype. So with VR and AR, you need to be a little bit more creative, which isn't a problem. You can like um, paint things on like a transparent a screen, like paper or something like that, draw things and then really test that with your user or build physical props. That's also something which works for me. It was super helpful. The same with like visit of us, those things with your user in the very, very beginning before you go into real like tools and stuff. And then after a point where you think, okay, you reached um, a point where it makes sense to go into like tools and stuff. There are a few really cool programs out there and tools. Um, so we have like Google Tilt Brush, which is a, something I can recommend. And Google Poly is something I can recommend. It's really good for all the components and stuff. Um, Unity, Unity 3D is really awesome uh, and not too difficult to, to learn, I would say. I did my first VR projects, I think like five years ago, even when I studied. Uh, I'm not a coder, I need to say. So how I, I came up with with like the coding there in Unity was copied a lot of things online, you know, blogs and stuff. And the community there is huge and people are happy to help you if you have questions and stuff. There's so many like assets you can download and then implement in the library in Unity. So it's really, it's really fun to just play around with that. And then in combination with Cinema 4D, where you can really create your own assets, elements working out pretty, pretty well. And then we have some like easier uh, tools to use, which is probably Adobe Arrow or Torch or Slide AR. So what depends a little bit. So there are many, many tools, but yeah, depends, depends a little bit in the end, you know, how much prototyping, how much coding it is. Yeah. So this would be my recommendation, I would guess, for like, getting started. And one thing I need to say, because that's probably interesting for a few um, listeners here, I guess, is that I um, collaborated with uh, an agency from Germany. They're calling Demodern. They're super awesome. I'm, I'm a huge fan of their work. They worked with like so many different brands, Ikea, for example, and like did really, really cool things with them. So they're really like the specialists around AR, VR. And we teamed up and um, came up for, uh, with some cool Instagram posts. So I uploaded different Instagram posts around like how to get started with AR, how to get started with VR, um, because it's super interesting also to uh, like get some insights from like agencies and companies, how they are using that because they're like a little bit more, a little bit more, I would say, yeah, like into the field. So yeah. Thank you so much for such deep insights and learnings to us. Like what's a practical implementation where we could see AR and VR coming up in the near future? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's a really good point. 
um, because what's what's always really important to consider is um, does the area where I want to integrate AR, VR, or whatever really makes sense. And especially with VR, like the experiences, like um, I think like people designer had during the last years was that it it's not working for all the areas we imagined that only for a few areas because you're really in that like virtual space so you, so you can't really use that for like everything but there are a few areas where it's super helpful um, and makes a lot of sense for example if we're thinking about augmented reality virtual reality uh, and virtual reality let's start with augmented reality what's super interesting and what we have seen um in the last year is, is everything around like e-commerce shopping experiences this could be you know like trying different clothes on, seeing that in your mirror, for example. We have seen that with different brands working out pretty well. Uh, definitely next level for brands like uh, ASOS, Salando, and those kind of things to like, you know, help the user to try things on and reduce you know, all the shipping and stuff. So this is something really important and also everything around beauty, makeup, those kind of things where you can already test the specific things in your face, for example. Then social media is something we all, you know, probably have tried at a, at a specific point. Talking about Instagram filters, um, which came huge the last years. And it's not about uh, like colors and stuff, but it's also really about like changing their face. Depends on the filter, but like, you know, on Instagram where you have, for example, this like baby freckles filter, which really like changes your face to a more like, view, you know, like yeah. your nose gets thinner and stuff. So um, that's really crazy to see. Um, but it's it's a huge trend and people obviously really love it. Then we have gaming um, in AR. We have Pokemon Go. I don't know if you have tried it, but it's super yes, fun. Yes, yes, yeah, it's super fun. Kind of, it's super fun, right? And I mean, Pokemon Go started, but now there's so many um, games out there doing similar stuff, which is crazy. And then we have uh, like education. Um, this is super helpful to get like additional information on something you already have. Could be a book for school, university, but also like for the real user. Um, and then we have also location, I would say. So everything around like mapping, finding places, that's really helpful. And for VR, it's a little bit different. Um, like I think like one of the most famous uh, like use cases at the moment is games. Um, and that's uh, really for a reason because it's super fun to play VR games. Um, so much more fun than you would probably imagine because you really feel that you're in that space, the interaction and everything that works quite well already that has changed a lot during the last year. So that's interesting. And um, then we also have, of course, education. Um, so every, everything around like learning specific tasks. There it's a little bit different than AR, I would say, because in VR, you really have the opportunity to be in a specific space. So if the surrounding is really important to learn something, um, could goes also a little bit into training, like for example, um, if people who are working in like specific, specific companies where they need to, I don't know, like do some adjustments in a specific area or place, and where they can already go in that place and, you know, do their other adjustments and le learn that from home. So that's really helpful. Aerospace and all other technology related areas. Yeah, so that's a, that's a really important thing to, to consider, I would say. And um, then also things like real estate, for example. So like going to generally like going to places that could be like real estate, for example, but also tourism or concerts. Uh, and music and those kind of things. 
And at the moment, it's interesting to see we are all living uh, at home now, you know, during Corona crisis, we're all staying at home. And um, it's interesting to see like how people are using VR at the moment to, because now there's a use case, they can't go to like Italy uh, or they can't go to a concert and stuff. But, you know, there uh, is probably like a use case for people who, um, who really want to do that. So that's really, really interesting for me. So I think those are like mostly the areas where VR, AR makes sense. There are probably a few more, maybe I forgot a few about them, but um, those are like, I would think, um, the basics. Thank you, Patricia. So on a concluding note, if you want to suggest any favorite reads of yours to our listeners. Yeah, uh, of course. I just finished a really good book a few weeks ago, which I really loved. It was called Creative um, Confidence. The two IDEO founders uh, wrote it. Have uh, you have written? You read it? Okay, awesome. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really awesome book. Um, it's super nice, and it's all about like how to really feel confident uh, in your creative process. process. And it's about so many different things, like how you do sketching, how you help your clients feel comfortable. It's a really awesome book. So really, like, read it. It's a really good, uh, good book for you. Not so much about UX, but about creativity and design and problem solving, which is everything we are doing at the moment. If it's VR or voice design or usual UX or an app or something like that, it's about, like, solving a problem and, you know, being creative at uh, some point. So this is my first recommendation. My second recommendation is Design of Everyday Things. So like, I think I like a basic book, which um, like, I think probably like most UX designers have read because it's super uh, inspiring and interesting and not only focusing on design uh, for like websites and stuff, but really it actually focuses more on the real world. And this is something which kind of relates already to AR and VR because this is also more like designing for the real world. So not about like the... 2D screen, but about like a three-dimensional world where we integrate design. So that's a really good read as well. And a tip number three is, uh, what's the name again? Uh, Don't Make Me Think from Jeff Kruger. It's a, I would say like a basic UX book and focuses a lot on UX rules and stuff. So if you're more uh, like interested in UX generally, read that book. It's not that, it's a really thin book. You can read it in like four or five hours and it's a really, really, really good read packed with lots of good information and super useful. So this is what I can recommend you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, Patricia, for coming and giving your time and helping spread knowledge. Sure. I would, thank you so much for the invitation. It was really fun. Thank you.